We are down to the final week of the winter sports season here in Montana as we get ready for the state tournaments in Class C, Class B, and Class AA. And to break it all down, joining us right now on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline is Alec Boffinger from Montana Sports. Alec, it was great to chat with you once again, man. Hope you were doing well. Oh, thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, just uh, recovering from long weekend of high school wrestling, and I'm sure you are too, running behind everywhere this last weekend. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say it was fun. I'm glad the state wrestling tournament was here in Kalispell, so I didn't have to run too far, uh, even though I did have to go to Butte <laughs> on Thursday. Uh, but I, even with it being here and just covering a, a wrestling tournament, as, in, as much fun as it was, I did feel yesterday, I was like, man, I, that, that one day of Sunday having off, I, I didn't feel recuperated. <laughs> No, not nearly enough time, was it? (laughs) (laughs) No. And with that being said, Alec, I got to get your thoughts on this, man. Obviously, I know wrestling finished up last weekend, but essentially we're down to that final week of the winter sports season. We started back on January 2nd for some schools, but just getting to this point, what do you think about that? Oh, man, I'm pumped that we finally made it this far. Um, I know there were... There were questions throughout the season whether we'd be able to have state tournaments, and obviously there were some site changes due to public health departments not allowing um, number of fans in that some schools wanted. So I'm just I'm I'm really thrilled that we've made it this far. Uh, Alec, uh, as we recap here, the Class A state tournament finished up, so they're already done. It feels like just like a normal year because they usually are the uh, at least one of the uh, divisions, whether it be boys or girls, is usually done a week earlier than everybody else. Um, but just to me, your thoughts, Billing Central on the boys' side, uh, taking home the state trophy. Yeah, you know, I guess I told you the first time we talked a few weeks back that I thought they're the best team in the East, and uh, I mean, I guess it turns out they're the best team in the state, but they had so many guys, you know, Sturgar was going eight, nine, ten deep. Um, and I think that is really, was really an advantage for them in the state tournament when they're playing, you know, back-to-back days, um, and their ability to get after it on defense and not have guys get tired when they're rotating in and out and keeping guys fresh. Um, you know, that's Sturgar's Sturgar does a really good job with those guys and he proved it once again. For you, Alec, what was the game of the tournament? I know there was a couple overtime games in that Class A boys' side, uh, but for you, what game, what game stands out to you the most? Oh, that's semifinal game between Laurel and Dylan. Um, that could have gone either way, and I think that that might have played a little bit into Billing Central's hands in the title game. Dylan having to grind out that win over Laurel, but um, that those were two tremendous teams. Those were the teams that won the the regular season in the East and West, respectively. Um, and they absolutely delivered in that semifinal round. Alec, taking a look on the girls' side, Haver once again, another state championship. Uh, what do you think about the Haver Blue Ponies uh, winning? Oh, as long as Dustin Kraske's there, I think that they're going to be competing for state championships. It it doesn't seem to matter who they lose. Um, you know, Kendall Keller's gone, and, and those guys still end up at the state tournament, and they still find ways to win. Um, so I think as long as Kraske's there, those guys are going to, be competing for state championships and especially if it's at the four seasons um i think i think i saw that the last three or four times that the state a tournament's been at the four seasons that the Haver girls have ended up winning it so uh, maybe that's home away from home for them too what did you think about that state championship game that went was it overtime and double overtime as well yeah double overtime um and especially after playing the week before that in billings um sadie phileas missed some free throws at the end of the game that could have given Haver the eastern a title um, obviously the blue ponies would much rather have that state title, I think, but, um, yeah, that's two tremendous basketball programs and 
they delivered a tremendous game. Um, and it's, it shouldn't really be a surprise. Those guys, every time they meet up, uh, it, it seems that it comes down to the wire every single time. Alec, looking at Class A girls, this obviously wasn't the state champion, but the Whitefish Lady Bulldogs coming away with fourth place, uh, you know, getting a win over Columbia Falls, a big one for them. I don't think they had beaten Columbia Falls at least in a long time. So it felt, feels like that the Whitefish Lady Bulldogs, obviously we have Haver, who's the state champions, but they were kind of that feel-good story of Class A. Absolutely. Um, to be able to come back and beat Columbia Falls after, gosh, who knows how long it's been since they've done that, but that's a huge win for the program. Um, something they can build off of too, going down into the future. So uh, for them to be able to not only beat Columbia Falls, but um, wind up finishing fourth place at the state A tournament behind three really, really good teams out of the Eastern A, um, that's that's a huge win for the Whitefish program. Alec Boffinger joining us here from Montana Sports as we get ready for more state tournaments this weekend. We do have the Class C state tournament. Uh, Alec, I don't get a lot of time to see a lot of Class C teams. I don't think actually in my time here I've yet to have seen a Class C basketball game. So fill us in. What's Class C looking like? What's the field look like? And what's the most interesting game starting on the boys' side? Well, Scobie is the defending co-champion. Then um, Fairview split last year. Fairview lost a challenge game to Floyd Medicine Lake last night. Um, so Scobie obviously being the Eastern Sea champion is, um, among the favorites. Once again, they're going to have a tough side of the bracket though. They're going to get, uh, Broadus in the first round, a really young Broadus team that I think that they should be able to beat up on pretty good, but Manhattan Christian belt play the game right after them. And, uh, both those teams have been stellar all season long. So Scobie's got no easy path. Um, then the other half of the bracket, I think the best first round game and possibly the best game all weekend could be between Fort Benton and Floyd Medicine Lake. Um, I think those are both two championship caliber teams, um, and whoever wins that game, I think, will wind up in the state championship game on Saturday night. They'll just have to get through Twin Bridges or Bridger in that semifinal on Friday. Alec, with Floyd Medicine Lake, are we talking about a lot of the same guys that also won a state championship in football? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Colt Miller, big man down low for them, but he can he can step out and shoot the ball too. Uh, Mason Deathman, their 6'5 freshman, He's a tremendous athlete, but um, one name you might not have heard in football was Javon Nesbitt, uh, Jr. Handles the ball a lot for Floyd Medicine Lake. He's a really good athlete, and he can he can fill it up if he gets hot. Um, they have a ton of guys that can they can score, and that's what has made them so tough this year. They've taken Scobie to the brink twice. Um, the Spartans got no, they handled them pretty well in the Eastern Sea title game, but I think Floyd Medicine Lake is as good as any team in this tournament. Flipping it over to the girls' side, uh, what's the field look like and what's the most interesting first-round matchup? We've got some really good Class C girls teams this year. Um, you know, Melstone is without Dre Wacker, so that's obviously going to hurt them. They get Manhattan Christian in the first round. Um, I think Christian size could end up giving them a lot of fits. Um, the Fort Benton girls, the Roy Winterfred girls, both coming out of the North, Those, the North is always so good in class C basketball, both boys and girls. Um, so honestly, it wouldn't surprise me to see those two play for a state title, but um, Roy Winifred's going to have a heck of a game in the first round. They're going to have to play an undefeated team out of Sealy Swan, which was the Western Sea champion. And if they can somehow get by them, they're likely going to have another unbeaten team. Um, well, unbeaten in class C, the Eastern Sea champs in Seiko Whitewater Hinsdale. Um, they've, they beat Melstone when Melstone had Wacker playing. Um, they've played a pretty tough schedule playing Malta. Um, so I, I'm pretty interested to see that semifinal game again between 
likely Seiko Whitewater Hinsdale and the winner of that CB Swan Roy Winifred game. Moving up to Class B here, uh, Alec, uh, what do you think about the Class B feel on the boys' side? Oh, man, this is about as wide open as it gets. Um, I feel bad for, you know, those Western, the Western B teams. Uh, Florence, the Western B champion, gets defending co-champion Lodgegrass in the first round. Um, Lodgegrass out of the, got third in the South, which has been really good this year. Um, so <laughs> Florence is going to have a tough first-round game. Deer Lodge finished runner-up in, in the West, and they get Southern B champion Manhattan. Uh, Manhattan's been awesome. They've they've taken down Fairfield. They've taken down Huntley Project. Um, so that's going to be a tough one. And then Thompson Falls, the three seed, well, they get Shelby. And Shelby's got Logan Leck and Rhett Reynolds, and those guys can absolutely fill it up. And those aren't even the best first-round games of the weekend. Um, Huntley Project and Fairfield finish Wednesday night off playing for a chance to get to the semifinals. Um, those two. I wouldn't be surprised if either of them is playing for a state championship as good as they've been all season this year. Um, and they've, they've got the horses to really get up and down the floor and kind of showcase their athleticism in a high scoring game. One, one thing though, that I think project will have on Fairfield is um, how, how do you match up with Noah Bouchard? The kid is six, seven, and he's the best athlete on the floor every time he steps out there. So Fairfield trying to find a way to slow him down. Um, that's really, I think the only way that they stay in that game. Ali, give me your thoughts on the fact that which which matchup do you think would be the best of the tournament, whether it be a semifinal game, first round, or even uh, the state championship, or possibly even a a, a game that's in the uh, bracket, uh, the losers bracket. So, what's your best matchup you think for Class B? Oh, man, I I really would like to see um, Fairfield and Lodgegrass play again, whether that's in the loser out game on Thursday afternoon or if it's Thursday night in the semifinals. Um, I think that has the potential to be awesome. They delivered a three overtime thriller at the Metra last time they played this year. Um, and on the other side of the bracket, I think Manhattan and Shelby, if they can meet up in that semifinal game, that's going to be awesome. Manhattan doesn't have the size that Shelby does. And so we'll see how uh, those contrasting styles can, um, which one will be able to get the upper hand there. But yeah, there's <laughs> the whole Class B boys bracket is littered with good matchups. Looking on the girls' side now for Class B, uh, the big story, the Eureka Lions, who are making it for the first time in a long time. Uh, what do you think about their chances and overall this field for Class B girls? Uh, it's a tough draw for the West. Um, Eureka is going to have to play Roundup in the first round, and Roundup was a team that was among the top teams in the South all year. And the South, as I've told you before, man, I thought there were six, seven, eight teams at that Southern B tournament that could have won it. Um, so I think Eureka is going to have a heck of a tough draw with Roundup. Uh, Roundup's got three girls. All three of them can fill it up from anywhere. So that's that's a tough draw for Eureka. And then, of course, two-seed Anaconda gets Big Timber, which hasn't lost this year. And the three-seed out of the West gets Malta, which won the Northern B. So I think the Western B's got a really, really tough draw in the opening round. My feature guest is Alec Boffinger from Montana Sports as we're breaking down high school basketball for the state tournament this weekend. But coming up next here, we'll take a look at the Class AA tournament. Who do he thinks are the best matchups? And we'll get his thoughts on the Hellgate Knights not being there for the first time in a long time. That's all next here on the Knock On Sports. Think about where you were one year ago today. What were you planning for? Whether or not you planned for a new challenge, you got it. And most importantly, you succeeded. Cooking at home, learning at home, and banking at home. At Whitefish Credit Union, we understand you've been through a lot. 
And as you move through the year, just know we'll be right there at your side. This year, next year, and always. Whitefish Credit Union. Subject to membership eligibility. We're talking high school state basketball tournaments as we're down to the final week of the winter sports season. We're doing that with Alec Boffinger from Montana Sports, who's joining us on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline. Uh, Alec, let's just start here. Uh, One name that we usually see in the state tournament is the Hellgate Knights. The Glacier Wolfpack knocked them off last Tuesday. First time in a decade the Hellgate Knights are not going to be in the state tournament. Yeah, it feels weird without them there, doesn't it? Um, it does. That's glacier, though. Man, that's, that's, that's awesome. That's an awesome win for them. And to win it in the fashion they did with a layup right at the buzzer, um, that's awesome, man. Uh, but it is. It's, it's weird to see Hellgate not there. And I think that um, the East has a little bit of an upper hand now, especially with how things have gotten reseeded. Well, that's going to be the interesting thing here, Alec, because, and again, AA is the, the, the league I see more of. It's interesting because on the boys' side, the West beat each other up so much. We saw so many teams uh, with six wins. Um, it wasn't like it was easy, and I'm not saying that the East was easier, but the West really did beat, them, beat each other up so much. So do you think the West has an advantage? Who do you think has an advantage, the East or the Western teams, you think? Um, you know, I think that, the West does have a slight advantage having played such a grueling regular season schedule, but with that Kalispell win over, or with that Glacier win over Hellgate, um, that bumps Capital up to a two seed out of the West. That bumps Butte to the three seed. So it makes their first round games more difficult, but um, they're battle tested. So I think that they'll be just fine. Speaking to that, let's talk about this uh, first-round matchup here. Glacier obviously getting uh, the Great Falls Bison. It is going to be an uphill battle, but at the same time, Glacier taking on a team like Hellgate, who I think, again, if nothing else, very similar in the way of Great Falls. Hellgate's got great basketball players. Great Falls continues to have them here. What do you think about this matchup as we'll see Wyman and Torgerson uh, and Harris take on a Western team? Yeah, I think uh, Glacier, like you said, has quite the uphill battle. Great Falls High has been really, really good this year. Um, I was impressed when I watched Skyview play, and then Great Falls High came down to Skyview and beat them by 25 or so. Um, So I think Glacier's got a heck of an uphill climb against Great Falls High. But with that being said, you know, Glacier proved that they're capable of knocking off one of the better teams in the state, and you really don't know with AA basketball. All those, those kids are all talented, all those kids that step on the floor, and any team can beat the other on any given night. Continuing to stay with the boys in AA, we have uh, Billings Senior, Billings Skyview uh, in this uh, state tournament for the boys. Which team do you think has a better chance to advance? I think it's Skyview, especially with them getting beat in the first round. Senior didn't do themselves any favors by having to play Sentinel. Um, We know how good those guys have been all year. But I think Skyview's got a good chance to advance, but they're on the same side as Sentinel. So that's um, they're going to need to pull a rabbit out of the hat, so to speak, to be able to beat the Spartans, I think, in the semifinals. Um, Skyview has got the athletes. They've got kids who can score. I just don't know if they have a kid that can slow down Alex Germer. I, I really I, I don't think anybody in the state has a kid that can slow him down. Uh, I don't think so. It's going to be really tough. I mean, that guy can do it all, and he's so big as well, so long. So it's just a matchup nightmare unless you've got somebody as quick and athletic as him, and I don't think anybody actually does. Um, so, well, with, And with that, Alec, uh, for you, man, most interesting matchup that you see potentially? Oh, Helena Capital Bozeman. The very first game of the state tournament on Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. Um, Capital was the three-seed in the regular season, as was Bozeman in the East um, with – 
that Hellgate loss, obviously Capital gets the two seed at the state tournament. So I think that's got the potential to be not only the best first round game, but one of the best games of the entire tournament. That could be really, really interesting because that one does bring a lot of intrigue. It'll be interesting to see what Capital does because it seems like it's been the Braden Cook show uh, for most of the season and for Bozeman. Uh, they've been tough, but at the same time, it, I don't know. There's not a player that really stands out to me. It's just, again, Bozeman's really good once again. Right. Yeah, I think it's it's not so much one kid for Bozeman. It's you know, like a three, four, five kids that are really solid, but um, not having one kid who's able to go and get yourself a bucket at any time like most of these other teams have in the state. Um, I think that could hurt Bozeman. They they struggled against teams late down in the stretch of the season. Um, Skyview beat them pretty good. Great Falls High beat them pretty good. Um, so we'll see if, if they're playing a little bit better basketball this weekend than they have the last couple weekends. Alec, for you, what do you think makes the best state championship matchup? Oh, give me Great Falls High and Sentinel. Ten times out of ten. Um, <laughs> I, I would love to see that matchup. I wish I was going to be in Great Falls this weekend to watch that. Flipping it over to the girls' side of things here. Um, the West, again, they've got the names, uh, and it's been tough on their side. Hellgate Capital, you know, it came down to a coin flip, essentially, and uh, they all both advanced to the state tournament here. Um, but what do you think about it as you look at the West versus the East? Oh, man, you know, I think that, that coin flip really is going to hurt Helena Capital with the side of the bracket they're on. Um, Hellgate capital, obviously out West are, are going to be really, really tough to knock out. But, um, Glacier, I think as the four seed playing Billings West, the one seed out of the East, um, that has the potential to be a really good first round game. Um, Glacier's hung tough in there with great fall or with Hellgate and capital at points this season. Um, and if they're playing their best basketball, that's going to be a tough one, but <laughs> Billings West has looked awful good this last couple of weeks. Well, just think about that. What could have been or what should have been the state championship game last year, uh, obviously COVID cut it short, but Billings West versus Capital as a potential semifinal. Oh, yeah, and that would be that would be awesome. Um, sadly, I wish that could be our state championship game. I do think that those are the two best teams of this tournament, but, oh, yeah, that's, that's going to be all we could ask for and more. Should Capital be able to get by Skyview? Um, Skyview's is a pretty good team out of the East, but I think that they'll struggle with those Barge sisters inside. They don't quite have the size to match up with them. Allie, let me get your thoughts on the bottom half of that bracket. Um, the team that stands out to me is obviously Hellgate. Uh, again, I haven't seen too much from the Eastern AA, but it would seem to me that Hellgate, they, I want to say have an easy path. There is no easy path at the state tournament, but they have a path that it looks like, all right, they should handle their business. They'll find themselves playing Saturday night. Right. Like you said, there's no easy path at the state tournament, but I would rather be in Hellgate's position than anybody else's. Um, avoiding Billings West, avoiding Helena Capital, and avoiding avoiding Billings Skyview is huge. Um, I know Bozeman finished two out of the East, but um, I think that they're going to have their hands full with Sentinel in the first round. So I think, I think Hellgate has got the path that you would most rather have. Right now, we're with Alec Boffinger from Montana Sports. Alec, give me your favorite part. It doesn't matter if it's a state tournament, Class C, Class B, Class A. It doesn't matter what. Your favorite part about covering high school basketball state tournaments? Oh, man. Has to be the hospitality rooms, right? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, where we get fed. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, No, you know, I I just love watching basketball. And so um, the fact that, (laughs) <laughs> my job is for me to go watch basketball, cover basketball games. Um, like it's a little bit of a dream come true, but yeah, hospitality rooms probably <laughs> that's probably going to take the cake right there. 
My featured guest, Alec Boffinger from Montana Sports. Alec, if they want to follow your work and the coverage for this weekend, how can they do it? Montanasports.com. We will have all your scores, pairings, brackets, all of that updated as the day rolls on. And um, you can follow us at Montana Sports on Twitter and follow myself at Alec Boff on Twitter. Alec, really appreciate the time. As always, really appreciate the insight. Look forward to chatting with you again and have a lot of fun this weekend. Oh, yeah. Hopefully fill up on some good food and watch some great basketball. appreciate you having me on.